Hello and welcome to Don't Tell Me What to Do, the astrology podcast. I'm Lisa Kiss, your host, and I'm also an astrologer, teacher, and conscious business guide. This podcast is named after one of my favorite sayings and expressions to live your life. We're all here to experience life in our own unique ways. So keep listening to explore different views of living life through astrology, business, and personal development as we go through the Zodiac seasons together and with our guests. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I am here with Jasmina and we are going to be talking about Jupiter in Gemini, which it'll be entering Gemini this year, 2024, and then we'll stay there until 2025. So I'm excited to do this podcast with her because we are both Geminis. We are very excited for Jupiter entering Gemini, but I'll pass it off to her to introduce herself and yeah. Ah, thank you. Hi, Lisa. Hi, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. Um, thank you for the lovely uh, introduction and for inviting me to your podcast. I uh, really, really have big passion about astrology. Uh, talking about astrology with other astrologers is especially something that I uh, truly enjoy. Um, so I have been... Um, a- my name is Jasmina Brozovic from Jasmina Brozovic Astrology. I have been into astrology for many, many years since I was a teenager. I was first uh, start to nibble in that beautiful <laughs> art, science, religion. I don't know. It's a separate, separate. It's a thing of its own, as I say. It's, or it's breeding its own life. Um, and as true Gemini, I'm so curious. And astrology is, is a subject that it's never ever going to satisfy my curiosity because it's a never-ending story you can learn and dig deep so many in so many levels and depths that's why I love it so much um and yeah I'm, I'm practicing astrologer um as well you can find everything about me on uh, Jasmine Roswick Astrology um and that's it yeah and Mm-hmm, go ahead did I say in the beginning how we met I feel like I said I was going to and I didn't it just like yeah. popped right in my mind <laughs> Yeah, share. Please share. It's a great story. <laughs> yeah, so I went to a uh, holistic healing fair with my mom because we both, she's the one that kind of gets me into the spiritual stuff. And so um, we were just walking around and we met Jasmina there and it was nice to connect in person. She read my mom's chart, which chart, which one? Because sometimes you got to, um, I always say she'll listen to you because she, she just met you, but she won't listen to me because I'm her daughter. Yeah, the <laughs> but parents. <laughs> But it was so nice to meet you in person, but also just connect with somebody who's like like-minded and curious about astrology, knows astrology and all that. Yeah, likewise. Oh, and I'm so happy that we're actually neighbors and hopefully we're going to meet up in person soon and, and do something in person as well. Um, maybe this spring, I don't know, when the, when the, the you know, when the, when the first uh, sunrises of spring, maybe we can start something in airy season. I would like that um in that sense yeah it was really nice to meet you and your mom and you know uh it, it it was a pleasure and I'm so happy to be connected yes okay so do you want to get into explaining the dates like key dates for Jupiter and Gemini and then yes. we'll get into what it means yeah so Jupiter and Gemini um will ingress in Gemini on May 25th 2024 and it's going to stay there until June 9th 2025 uh of course as uh all the other planets, it, it will go retrograde. So the retrograde phase, it's 
um, not going backwards, but from our perspective from Earth, we feel that it's going backwards um, and giving us opportunity to revise the things that we started. So if everything you started from May 25th until October 9th is going to be revised and he's going to be retrograde until February 4th, 2025. Um, I just want to mention because Jupiter is actually at home in Sagittarius, the opposite sign of Gemini. So um, he likes the bigger picture. So I feel that during this uh, retrograde phase, we are actually going to be able to see the bigger picture and it's going to be feel more like a Sagittarian flavor. And he's going to be more at home in that sense <laughs> during the retrograde. So um, yeah, and it's going to happen between the 21st degree of Gemini, uh, the retrograde until the 11th degrees. So especially for everybody who has some placements between those degrees, it's going to be very emphasized for you. Um, I would say especially for Geminis, of course, um, and it's going to be more favorable for Libras and Aquarians because they share the same, same element of air. So they have like a flowing energy. Also, the other mutable signs might experience some issues especially Sagittarius uh, who is opposing Jupiter and then Pisces is Virgos as well um, I have some challenges in a sense but you know I like those challenges they make you do actually things so it's a good energy <laughs> it's, usually, it's uh, energy of action so yeah that's something um, uh, yeah just something like like I want to mention from the beginning yeah yes I mean uh I'm just I I didn't even think about when you said it the before we hopped on even the well we'll get to the different aspects it'll make with um squaring Saturn which is yeah. in Pisces and it just gets me thinking about I have all the mutable in my chart and so sometimes I like when there are the squares because I live with it every day it's like I'm used to it with Sun and Gemini Moon and Pisces but um yeah other people who don't have a lot of mutable might think it's a little challenging with the all the different options or things that the being pulled in two different directions. Absolutely. So that's going to be exactly. So for, 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 for those uh, placements, like for Gemini's, especially they love having Jupiter there because it gives them uh, their mind can expand even more. It's more playful, more uh, sociable, more communicative, more um, out there. So uh, it's an opportunity to, you know, to, to, to research and expand our minds. So that's why Gemini's, although it's not at home there, um, I think Gemini's can still benefit from it, you know, in a sense. Um, Sagittarius might, Sagittarius people might be a little bit of frustrated because they're going to, they don't like all these details, all this fussing about, you know, this, all this, all this information, like, yeah, too much information. I want to see where are we going? Where's the vision? So in that sense, Sagittarius might be a little bit agitated because it's opposition. So they have to work with this energy while squares for Pisces and Virgos, it's a working energy. They can do something with it on their own, right? Sagittarius will have to kind of find a middle ground. So that's why oppositions are always, always a little bit harder and more challenging in my in my in my experience from my life and just talking to others, other people. <laughs> I don't know how you experience the oppositions, but that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Um so I guess technically the word, I don't like the word that they use, but it's technically Jupiter and Gemini is in detriment, which I yeah. feel like sounds so like, I don't know, doomsday kind of <laughs> astrology. But the um, I pulled up like the dates and everything. And then I just thought like the the energy of the two of them together is almost like 
a Jupiter and Sag person or a Sagittarius would say like, how can you expand if you're only staying like in one place and it focusing on, like you said, the details and like, how can you really see that vision? But I do think it'll make people a lot more um, like curious about things and like, or fine tuning in the details. And then that can help you in like the long run for like the big vision that you have. But I don't, I, just, I wonder, how do you feel about the word detriment or like, how do you think that will- I, I, I don't use it. Okay. I don't use it. I know it's a traditional, I'm not, I'm a modern uh, astrologer and forgot to mention. So I do use some traditional te um, techniques and I feel that all the astrology is good. There's a place for everybody and everything. I just don't like that, you know, I'm, I have a stellium of my Gemini in my ninth house of Sagittarius and of optimism. And, and, and so I kind of always try to look on the bright side of life so that, you know, um, I'm just feeling that Jupiter might not be comfortable in Gemini because he might, you know, he wants to go out there and he, he won't able to do it. So he's going to be forced to deal with everyday information and gossip. So that's, that's going to be maybe a downside of it, you know, because, um, you know, Sagittarius doesn't, doesn't care, you know, who, who is with him, who, why is this, you know, what, what's happening, you know, in, in, the, in the local community. No, I, I don't have time for it. I have to explore, find the world, you know uh <laughs> to see bigger things so that's that's my that's the only thing i feel that jupiter and gemini can be annoyed with um getting just stuck with this everyday chit chat you know but but in that sense so but it's very inquisitive it's sociable it's communicative it's you know it's it's uh uh it's actually prompting us to think you know to to see other side as you mentioned what is happening you know to see both sides of the story or gather information um to make a better decision and better vision for the future in that, in that sense right so um i i like that yeah and then you mentioned uh squares with saturn so this is also a good thing actually so they're going to happen three times first time uh, they occur on the august 19th and then second time while jupiter is retrograde on christmas eve on the 24th and then um they're going to finish up in june next year so when you have this three phases of retrograde first i feel that first uh, time they meet it's going to like introduction uh-huh so this is the set of issues we have to deal with then when it's in retrograde let's improve it let's see how we can you know what 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 do we need to change to go forward and then the last phase is when they meet together again okay that's it we are finishing up and we are going forward so it gives us actually a great opportunity so we can um gather all this information make revisions for the vision and for the future while while gemini uh, jupiter is retrograde and what is good because it's squaring saturn it will give us the opportunity to have boundaries and some structure of all of this because jupiter can blow go 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 and pop you know so, so this saturn is going to hold it so it doesn't pop and go over the top um and, and keeping our vision and ideas in a realistic realm although sagittarius saturn is in pisces i still feel it's going to give uh gemini some restriction in that sense in that jupiter so that is good i and everybody's like oh my god those are the three hardest things it it won't be easy but I think it's going to be necessary um, to give it a sense of uh, realism and actually so we can manifest those ideas in the future. Otherwise, it's going to be just in our thoughts. Gemini can be, get lost in ideas and thoughts and then forget about nothing. Nothing happens out of it, right? <laughs> so so this Saturn is helping us to do it. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's a 
opportunity to grow, to improve, and you know, to actually choose which possibilities, which options can work for us. What do you think about this? <laughs> no, yeah, I like what you're saying about the it squaring Saturn is a good thing because I feel like people hear square and then they assume it's bad. Or if they look at a chart and they see the red line, they're like, ah, it's bad. And I always say it's like a good little challenge to help get us moving on something. But that's a really good point about the um, Gemini. I mean, speaking as a Gemini, I do live in my head lots of days. I have lots of ideas. I write them down. I only maybe execute a few, but there's almost like a love of just having the ideas. And so I do feel like Saturn will help um, us really put it into to work, like put the idea into action almost. Yes, absolutely. So uh, if look at your uh, own charts and where is Gemini. So that's going to be very important. That is the area of life when you want to feel to you want to um, uh, you want to expand. Uh, is it your education? Is it your home life? Is it your home? If, if you're going to move to a bigger home or maybe a different workplace or um, maybe you want to expand into understanding your partner or in, expanding how you uh, want to invest money or I don't know, I'm just thinking, or maybe social groups, maybe, maybe you want to join some of the groups or travel, like depending on, on which house um, or maybe expand the way you, you earn money. Maybe you're going to have a second job and get something, you know, some extra income income um, so there's a lot of things that you can like think about jupiter giving you opportunities giving you uh, a chance to 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 explore out of your uh out of, you know because it, gemini comes after taurus so jupiter and taurus gave us the stability the understanding of how to get in, within with ourselves and our body and material world around ourselves and how to do it slowly and steady Okay, and now Gemini gives us this flavor of, aha, okay, I learned uh, about value system and what I want. And now let's let's put ideas in together with this and, and make it happen. Um, uh, so what, what Saturn will give us as well, it, it will tell us that every growth that we go through in life, it needs a little bit of authority, our own authority first. And because it's in Pisces, a little bit of sacrifice. So you will have to maybe have to sacrifice some things in order to grow, but it's a good thing. So think about, you know, um, because you have to, you, and in this case, you will have to sacrifice some some plans and ideas that you have, or maybe some travel plans. Like you can go to the three countries at the same time. Like I, don't, I can go to Asia and, 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 and Australia at, at the same month, right? If you have like just three weeks of vacation a year, you have to choose one. So you're going to be probably maybe frustrated in that sense. You know, why do I have to choose one place if you want to travel, if you want to, so, or you want to take uh, three courses and you have to choose one, you know? So think about that. So that's, that's a sacrifice, if you can call it a sacrifice. It's just a sacrifice of your wish and wants, not, you know, um, not 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 money. Like it would be if it, if Jupiter was in Taurus, then it's maybe squaring um, Saturn. Then it would be more about uh, money and some other stuff. So this is more of just your. Um, anyway, what do you think about that? <laughs> I think that's interesting. Yeah, no, I, the sacrifice with the Pisces part. Yeah. And it's even funny you say with travel, because I have these, I have never been to Europe, and I want to go this year. And so originally, I was just going to pick one country, but then someone gave the idea of like doing two weeks and maybe doing two, two or four countries. And I was like, Oh, I would totally be up for something like that. But even what you're saying, it's like, so it's just, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. I mean, Europe, Europe is smaller. You can do a couple of countries, uh, but don't don't overextend. And you 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 have to kind of find a way to enjoy the moment, right? Because what's the point of you know Gemini loves to to Gemini loves to connect with locals. So for everybody who's traveling. You know, try to get in, in, in touch with local people. Don't think about, oh, I have to, you know, go go just on, on a bucket list and, 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 and mark everything down as done. Like you have to kind of feel the moment, be there, chit chat with them, finding the, 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 the love of culture of, you know, just to talking to the local people. I think uh, if we travel, that would be a great, great idea. I mean, I don't know. I just love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. Um, Saturn also... Uh, um it, it changes the borders right so 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 the, so so the movement so so that's that's the, the, another maybe restriction that we're going to feel that we you know our our movements are not going to be there like we, we won't be able to move as much as we want or go places or do things like move our mind even not just physically so think about that uh in that sense yeah hmm. what else did, what did i say yeah because saturn wants us to commit to something so um, it has to be one or two ideas the most, you know, and in Jupiter and Gemini will go all over the place through many ideas. So it's very important that you realize that just one or two and then commit to that. And it's going to have results at the end, you know, through until the June of next year, then you will see the manifestations. It won't be overnight, of course. Yes. Yeah. I feel like Sometimes people hear like Jupiter transit and they think like lucky expansion, but it doesn't mean it happens right, right away, anything. And there is that retrograde period, like you said before, and then those three um, passes through of things, which I always call them like the three hits and you have like three chances to make a change with something. Um, absolutely. Is, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there, um, I think before, or when we talked before the, with them is it a new moon oh yeah yeah yeah. so there is going to be a new moon in gemini on june 6th and then venus and jupiter is also going to be very close because jupiter is just going to ingress um um in gemini uh, a couple of weeks before so it's going to be a, a very fresh venus is going to also be there so this new moon um can really trigger um this is where you can manifest your Jupiter and Gemini ideas in, in whichever area uh, of your life there is. So that that is a really good starting point to, you know, to to focus, maybe to, to think about what can you do. And then when um, uh, Jupiter goes retrograde uh, two months after, then you can work on it in more detail and just revise it and, you know, everything. So that's 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 what I wanted to mention. And we have Venus there. So it's very good for finances as well right or just socializing with other people venus and gemini you know if you want to um, meet up with somebody new groups new communities uh expand your uh, social circle there will be a very gra a great new moon for that as well and um just a, a couple like four days before jupiter is going to try and pluto so think about transformation of your thoughts transformation of the way you think transformation of your belief system so there's an opportunity to um you know what am i believing it is it real does it does it have any base like if like a gemini likes facts does it does, is there any facts about it is it just me in my head or is there or there are facts about what do i believe why do i believe in this was this something that i did you know believe for myself or was it something that was um 
um, conditioned to me through society and parenthood and other stuff. So there's going to be a huge transformation regarding that. A great opportunity. So beginning of June is a great opportunity for you to really use this Jupiter in the best possible way. Uh, um, plant seeds for this Jupiter in Gemini year cycle. Uh, and then you're going to have opportunity later in the year to, to revise them, as I said. So, uh, so this Pluto is going to um, help us reconstruct uh, our ideas, our philosophies, our belief system. Um, uh, it's like it can be overstimulation of our mind and nervous system during this Jupiter in Gemini in general, but then this uh, trimic Pluto can emphasize this as well. Um, so think about, you know, having great ideas, having your mind uh, in action is good, but on the other hand, um, you need to calm down and to make the best choice, to choose your two ideas, who are the which are the best, you have to kind of calm down, otherwise you're going to be all over all over the place. Um, and this is also an invitation to open your mind for one of, for those people who, I know it's going to be very hard for fixed uh, um, uh, signs, uh, like Taurus, Taurians and Scorpios and Aquarius, Aquarius maybe not that much, and Leos, just because they have their own ideas and principles that they don't uh, really like to change the Jupiterian things in their life, as I I feel. So, um, you know, having the opportunity to expand and think outside of your usual way of thinking and having stuff, there's going to be challenges as well. For many people, there's going to be a breath of fresh air because we didn't have much air in this year. We had just the, the South Node actually all, all the time in Libra. So it's gonna be like a really uh, a breath of fresh air. Um, it's a lot, a lot, it's a, also an energy of making friendships, especially one-on-ones, especially for this new moon when Venus is involved. Um, so making friends, making new connections, networking, connecting with people online, in person, um, uh what else a humor jupiter is about humor jokes so try to implement more humor and jokes in your life that would be you know gemini's gemini's they love jokes they love you know even they like pranks i wouldn't go there that far but you know you can always use that energy um debates you know healthy debates you know uh, stretching your mind in that sense you're going to uh um, challenge yourself and find somebody who who is not uh, uh who, who, doesn't, who doesn't think like you somebody who who has a different opinion from yours and then debate and see what can you learn from that person that's how you're going to expand your mind as well um yeah that's kind of uh i i, I see I, I give so many things <laughs> i hope it makes sense no no it's good you give lots of different ways that it can potentially be expressed and something that i always think with um, Gemini even said like the debating is like asking questions so like even if you know someone how, what am I trying to say here just like ask questions to either to expand your mind in a way but um, I just say question everything that's one of my main mottos as a Gemini just ask why something is done this way I don't know if that is sort of that um, unconditioning of just things that kind of we were taught and sort of being like, well, why do we do that? I just add why to like everything. Uh, I have to mention that Frank Clifford, one of my teachers, he says that Gemini's were born when the first thing that I said was why, <laughs> when they came out <laughs> from their mother. So that's exactly, you know, the way Gemini, this is going to be the major question in this 
Jupiter in Gemini year. Why? Why this? Why not? You know, so that's exactly great point. That's how we're going to emphasize this energy the, the, the most. Yes. And then you've shared a lot of different ideas about like how we might experience it personally. And then it's very important to check in your chart to see if you have Gemini placements, the degrees, and then like what houses it is. Um, but do you, I guess this is just out of my own curiosity. If I mean, with Jupiter, it's about a year, but do you have any collective predictions for what you think will happen with it or yeah so collectively i do feel that this is a beginning of transformation of educational system or or i or i hope so <laughs> because gemini rules the 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 primary education so it's not a higher education like sagittarius it's the primary education is 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 how we when we learn how to write and add and subtract and just you know those kind of basic things and with all this, with Pluto and Aquarius and with Uranus coming into Gemini, I think this is just going to be a prelude of what we can expect from things that are going to change. I do believe that many schools are going to go online and then their kids are going to have, they're going to socialize in different ways, not through school anymore in that sense, in the classical way. So I do feel that we're going to have online schooling moving even to, because um, universities and higher education already has everything online for years now, mostly, you know, so even passing exams. So I think this is going to move to more of a primary education. Um, we will see the repercussions. We will see if this is good or bad, but we can see the seat, especially with, with trining Pluto, Jupiter trining Pluto, it will give us that um, a seed of transformation because Pluto just entered Aquarius. It, it is giving us ideas of what the next 20 years, what can we expect? So one of these things, is going to be this um, education. It's, it's my, in my opinion, I hope that this is going to be for the better. I just feel that education now, um, it's it's old school. Everything is done just like hundred years ago. Like, uh, you know, we, we have so much technology went ahead, medicine, um, the way we, we produce food, a bunch of stuff changed, but education is still, everybody goes to school, same 25 to 30 kids <laughs> raising their hands is the same thing. So I'm just feeling that, and what we teach kids, you know, does that do we really need in this time of technology when you have AIs and internet, do we really need to know all this data uh, by heart and memorize? You know, we should maybe use more practical skills, how to how to critical think. That can that can be Gemini, Jupiter and Gemini, or um, uh, just how to communicate, how to present ourselves, how to promote ourselves, how, you know, those practical skills, how to use our mind practically, not just for memorizing uh, data and then saying, oh, blah, 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 you know, these days that happen, you know, in that sense, I feel that's number one. Um, of course, Gemini is also transportation. Uh, it, can, uh, it can emphasize something with this AI. It can also be... <laughs> expanding the AI in that sense maybe we're going to see more and more of that uh, on a larger scale with Jupiter and Gemini the way we communicate with AI how we use AI maybe it's going to be more mainstream um, uh, or we maybe it's going to oh I forgot Jupiter is also about regulations and law and stuff so maybe we're going to see more laws and regulations in that sense you know uh, coming up the governments and countries just making uh, more regulations in that sense so yeah, I'm, I'm, I have a high hopes for that. I hope um, we're going to make some great changes. I think the, the new world is coming anyway in the next 20 years. These are just some some themes. I think this is, somebody said that this is a bridge year between the old world and the new world. And I really feel that that is, that is really true. So we're going to see like the possibilities 
what can we expect from the next 20 years? Like in, 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 in and this is what Jupiter in Gemini can, can tell us about that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then to go back to what you're saying about the education and schools, I've always said that like, if I were to have a kid in the future, I wouldn't send them to the way the schools are. Like I wouldn't send them to school. I would teach them at home. And I think I would enjoy that being a Gemini, but um, I I question the way that even desks are lined up in the rows and I go, why, why are you sitting like that? Like that doesn't feel inclusive or community focused or like interactive. Like even when I do, if I ever do an in-person event, even if it's meditation, I encourage people to sit in a circle. It just feels more welcoming than, than the lines. I don't know, but I even, there's a why to that, but um, yeah, online school and then connecting and other ways I think would also be really cool and the definitely learning practical more applicable things but then my brain when you said teaching critical thinking I immediately went to like and this could be the Pluto and Aquarius now thinking like oh do they really want us to think critically though even though like I think people are starting to wake up to certain things but I was like do they want to actually teach us that though but yeah yeah, maybe not the mainstream. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's gonna come from other. You yeah. know, there's a, there are many schools. I know. Um, I don't know what's the name of that school. I think, uh, I know Elon Musk is not is not the more, most popular guy. But there is some school yeah. that he uh, funds. They are teaching kids from the year uh, year six and up about financing and how to invest and stuff like that. So there's like a school online for you know how to how to make a little you know how to make kids think about the uh, value of money mm-hmm. uh, so so that's so maybe like addition to the regular school yeah. we can see maybe some alternatives or maybe some add-ons um, that we can that our kids because you can't teach a kid something uh, when they have everything we, they can touch the button and, and have it on online how are you gonna so to to teach them uh, discernment that's important you know, something that our parents didn't have to think about. I say my parents, let's say, because I'm a little bit, (laughs) you know, I was born, I was raised in in the eighties. So, you know, before cell phones, before internet, before, you know, I went to the library with the library card. That's how I got my knowledge, right? Today, you don't have to, there's a tablet and there's everything. There's books there. There's, you know, you can socialize just with little, you know, little thing or even phone. You can do everything with your phone this day. Take photos, talk to people, read books, uh, communicate, learn, pass exams. You do everything with just little small device that comes into your pocket. And now we have AI. So I'm just saying it's just some things will need to change. We'll see in what extent. I know that every change goes, you know, there's always repercussions. There's always downsides of it. But hopefully, um on a global level we're going to see a positive outcome from this yeah yes okay yes i hope positive changes too i think changes need to happen and it'll take the air energy to like bring the ideas forward of what the different changes can be um so is there anything else that you haven't shared about Um, jupiter and gemini yeah, I don't know what can else. Um, oh yeah, so the the what what is lacking the Gemini sometimes it's patience. So we we might be more impatient, even more than usual, because Jupiter is going to enlarge that impatience and just uh, wanting to go, you know, from our mind like, oh my God, I need to do this, I need to have this. So, uh, and it takes time for everything, guys. You know, when you see the seed, this is a seed. This is you know, this is a time when we seed 
things so they're still hidden in the in the in the in the earth and so so are the idea so it needs time to kind of grow out of it so um yeah uh what else can we see on the on the on the level yeah there's um uh gemini can be about science it can be about technology as well uh medicine in some sense we can see if maybe there are some changes um yeah uh yeah as you said it, it's going to be more about people asking more questions asking why i think more and more people are going to ask the question why i think you were right and that's i think that's the the, the summary of all this uh jupiter in gemini exploring ideas the possibilities and and not just taking things for granted just because because just because your parent told you or government tells you or this so it's going to be and this pluto in, in aquarius is going to you know emphasize this more and when uranus comes to gemini even more it's going to be like um okay this, this is enough let's you know that's that's what i think critical thinking nobody might like it but it's going to happen anyway because people are uh, really now um really knowing more and more and and thinking you know this is it like why am i accepting this why am i accepting like what is the reason so yeah i like that so i think the 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 question why is going to be emphasized in the next year with Jupiter and Gemini. It's going to be number one, number one. Yes, I hope so. I feel like lots of people need to start saying why more to things. <laughs> um, yeah. So normally how I um, end podcast episodes is I have the guests share um, like advice from uh, the Zodiac sign. So do you have any advice to sh advice to share from a Gemini? Mm, from a Gemini side oh yeah I can <laughs> so from a Gemini side what I really want to um, tell everybody who is listening is um, uh, be curious be curious uh, don't lose that curiosity uh, I know that the the saying says curiosity killed the cat but that's that's not true I think this was I think this was told told to us just so so, so, this, so to keep us quiet and you know to not question why and um and Elisa, you said it right why so be curious and always ask why and think about your own lives what can you change um and then says how can you um expand not your ideas and thoughts your mind but also in the outside world uh be open to new friendships be open to uh, new communications be open to hearing the side of the story you are not uh, familiar with or you're not comfortable with. Get out of that um, in that sense. And don't, um, and watch out for gossip, for false false news. Jupiter in Gemini, I forgot to mention, it's going to be all about false news. It can be a lot of, you know, fake news, um, especially on the internet. So use your discernment. But from Gemini perspective, curiosity is going to, uh, help you in next year yes 100 percent. the curiosity um so i'm gonna link everything in the show notes so that people can connect with you on instagram and your website and yeah thank you so much for coming on the podcast with me thank you lisa it was so nice to be here and thank you everybody for listening Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd love to hear from you on Instagram or by leaving a rating or review. It would also mean the world to me if you subscribe to this podcast, if you enjoyed today's episode. 
if you'd like to support the podcast and continue to discover the don't tell me what to do vibration there are three different ways you can keep listening to these podcast episodes that i put out weekly you can also purchase the subscription version of the podcast which is new for exclusive episodes or you can purchase my book which has the exact same name as this podcast so with so much love and gratitude see you very very soon in the next episode Mm -hmm.